Recorded live. Good afternoon. This is Gabriella with Soaring Eagle Ministries. Um, and I'm so thankful for those who are already online and part of the call today. I just want to welcome you just warmly and thank the Lord for your, um, you know, that he's led you to this call today because I know that he has something special for each one of us. This is about intercession, that there is a clarion call to intercession in this hour. And those that are intercessors, actually, where if we in Christ, we all ask to pray and intercede. Because Jesus Christ himself, he is our great high priest. And he also does intercession for us all the time. So he, we are called to intercession. We're called to prayer. And, but I thank the Lord for those who have given themselves over to the Holy Spirit to pray in the Spirit, to listen to what the Spirit is saying, and then pray it, that there are those vessels of honor fit for the Master's use. You know, and I know that God is training and equipping us for this time and season to really be accurate in the Spirit, accurate in what He's doing. And I pray that right now over each one of us, those that are listening to this recording, those that are on this call today, I pray that over each one of us that we are accurate in the Spirit, that we hear the Spirit telling us, even pinpointing the Scriptures, allowing us to hear things that we need to know to pray effectively in this hour. And that He gives us tidbits, that he gives us revelation, and that he gives us the mysteries that are hidden in Christ Jesus so that we know which direction to go, that we agree with what the Father is saying, that we agree with what we see the Father do, and we only do what the Father does. Amen? In Jesus' name I pray. And I just want to really focus on that agreement with heaven a couple of years ago, I can't even remember what year it was. I would have to go back into all into my journals and into my writings. But I believe I was in Malta. And in Malta, I had an encounter. I saw where the Lord, you know, I was literally with a great cloud of witnesses. And as I was watching them, they had a table before them. It was a table with four corners. And on the table, you could see the world. And they were just discussing different things that the Father has planned in this hour for in the four corners of this world. And then all of a sudden, it was like they focused on me, they looked at me, and they said, and you need to agree with that. <laughs> so this is when I really was studying on agreement, what it means to agree. And, and, and I keep saying that over and over, those who have heard me, Amos 3.3, 3, how can two walk together unless they agree? So we must be in agreement with the Father and with the, the Son and the Holy Spirit, what they have planned in the nations for this hour. You know, it's so pivotal. So I understood I needed to be in agreement. I needed to be able to really discern between good and evil. I needed to discern in the spirit what I was listening to. What this Was this the world speaking or was fear speaking or was this my heavenly father speaking? So I've been warning people about the propaganda of fear and not to fall into these propagandas of fear because we do not have a spirit of fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power, love, and a sound mind. And I speak that sound mind over you right now in the name of Jesus, that you have a sound mind, you have a well-balanced mind. Your mind is the mind of Christ, and you're transformed because the renewing of your mind. So we have the power of God, we have his love, and we have a sound mind. Walking in the love of God actually is part of intercession, how can we intercede if we don't have the love of the Father? You know, a lot of times when he sends me to a nation, I start praying for that nation. I start, um, you know, doing research about the nation. And then I pray for the people in those nations. I pray about the Father's plan in those nations. 
And, you know, if I was not in love with them before, then all of a sudden I will have the love of the Father for these people. Because it's hard to go into a place or into a nation or minister to anyone if we don't have the love of the Father. And it's, you know, John 3.16, isn't that amazing? Well, God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son. And, you know, you know the rest of that, John 3.16. But it is because of the love of God. And that's what I want to move in. Even when we do this intercession today and in the days to come, that we move into in in the love of God for the people for what He's asking us to do, and there is plenty of scriptures that we can go by. Um, like I said, we need the love. What is one of the main ingredients for intercession? You know, if you look at First John four seven. You know, we love him because he first loved us. Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven: love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and then love your neighbors as yourself. And, you, you know, we need to ask ourselves, who are our neighbors? It's actually wherever he sends us. The, pay, the people of the world, they also are our neighbors. And we need to learn how to love them as we love ourselves, as we first love him. And in Isaiah 56, uh, Isaiah 56, verse 7a, these I will bring to my holy mountain and give them joy in my house of prayer. So you walk in love, but you also have the joy of the Lord. He will literally give us the joy in the house of prayer. And you know, God has called his house to be a house of prayer for all nations. That's in Matthew 21, 13. It is written, he said to them, my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. So we here we have, you know, we're the house of God. We're individually the living stones were built up together as the spiritual house of God. So his house is called the house of prayer. So prayer is really very important. I cannot go into the nations without prayer backup. And I have some amazing intercessors. When I went to Egypt last year, and that was my first time in Egypt, so I went to, through the desert. Now I kind of know a little bit more about the desert. And um, I went to the place where Jesus went when, um, you know, his father, his earthly father, and Mary, his earthly mother, when they were told by the angels to go, the angel to go down, you know, the Lord showed Joseph to take Jesus and Mary and, and hide in Egypt. So wherever they went in Egypt, that's where I went. But we had to even be escorted out of one of the cities there because of the Muslims and what was happening. Um, but I tell you, it was amazing because of the intercessors. They would know exactly what was happening. And I was able to receive text messages and call and send text messages. And I tell you, those intercessors, they were right on target. And it was such a delight to know that they've already picked up, you know, sometimes they would wake up in the middle of the night and intercede for me and the team because when it's nighttime here, it's during the day in Egypt. Or, you know, we went also to Cyprus and Germany, but the team was safe, the team was protected because of the intercessors and because, you know, we are working together in the spirit and we're agreeing and lining up with what the Father wants to do. So everything that was happening in Egypt, the people that came to Christ, the miracles, the signs and wonders, is all credited to their account as well in heaven, you know, uh, put your treasure in heaven, you know. That's that's what this is. I mean, even our intercession, when call, God calls us, sometimes in the middle of the night, I get up, and a lot of times it will be 3.33 a.m. <laughs> so many times it will be 3.33 a.m., and I get up, and or sometimes it's 2 p.m. I know that when this is happening, because years ago, I would go into intercession. I would say, you know, like Romans 8, it says that the Holy Spirit makes intercession according to God's will. So I want to just 
yield myself to the Holy Spirit because I know when he makes intercession through me, then it will, will hit the bullseye, will be exactly what we need to pray at the time. So at one point in time, for instance, I was praying, interceding in tongues, and I saw the continent of uh, Africa. And pretty soon it was zooming into Egypt, and then it was zooming into Cairo. And I kept interceding until I felt a release. And those who intercede, you know what I'm talking about. All of a sudden you feel that release. You release to to let it go, and you know that you did everything that you was you were called to do. But then the next day I found out that there was an earthquake in Cairo. And see, what I kept seeing was, while I was interceding, that people were saved from some calamities. But I did not know about the, the earthquake at that time. But then the next day I read in the paper that they had an earthquake. But then also I heard um, testimonies later on, maybe a couple of weeks later. Um, I heard testimonies that many Christians were saved from calamity. They pulled them out of the rubble and it was just really dynamic. And see, I know that it wasn't just my prayers, but God called on many different intercessors all throughout the earth, those that were available. And then some other time I was praying and I had that sense like it was in France, in the mountainous region, and I knew that an airplane, a smaller airplane, um, crashed. And you know, there it's in the mountainous region, it is cold, it is there's snow, and I knew it was about an older man and a younger boy. And I kept interceding, like I said, until I had a release. And then I read about it, that there was a crash in France in the mountainous region, and that there was only two survivors, and it was an older man and a younger boy. And their testimony was that they weren't even dressed right to survive the night through that cold but they said they sensed a presence. And I know that must have been angels. They sensed a presence there and it kept them warm. So, I mean, I'm just praising God. These are just two. I just like to share those two because they were very profound. So I just want to encourage you, what you're doing in the spirit realm. You know, uh, you are called to intercession. All you have to do is rely on the Holy Spirit. And... um Think about it, that he always makes intercession for us. And in Romans 8.34, and he's at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. So as you're interceding for others, you're being interceded for. Praise God. Um, And I just want to go today and highlight some of the scriptures that we're going to pray because I want to stay in the realm of the scriptures so we know that we speak forth the will and purposes of God. Uh, but before that, I just want to encourage you a little bit more. Um, if you look in Acts 12:5, there we see that the church prayed earnestly. And you know, when the church prayed for Peter, when Peter was uh, captured and he was put in prison, they prayed earnestly. That's another account in the book of Acts. And he was released from the jail supernaturally. I mean, it was a real supernatural that the angel, you know, came and uh, Peter was sleeping and he kind of struck him and said, come on. (laughs) And they walked out of the jail. You know, the jail door just opened up right before them and and Peter just walked out of the jail unnoticed. I mean, like I said, it was supernatural. So we have to believe that supernaturally, you know, we are influencers. And I was talking about being an influencer. Now, that's one way we influence things in the world is by intercession. And, you know, don't forget that we're all priests and kings unto our most high God. And 1 Peter 2.9, it talks about we're royal priesthood. And, uh, you know, corporately, we are a royal priesthood. And in Revelations 1, it talks about that we are called to be kings and priests unto our most high God. And Jesus Christ is our great high priest. So he gave us the priesthood and he gave us 
to be kings and priests. So as priests, we come to him. As priests, we worship him. And then as kings, we really, it's like the intercession. And uh, we declare and decree the word, of, the word of God over situations. So you can come into the spirit realm. You're in the spirit anyway. And you're seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So you have been already given that access and you have been given that authority to speak the word of God and see transformation and and things are being changed and shifted right in front of our eyes because of the prayers of the saints. And then it talks about in Revelation 5, 8, that they had the harps and the golden bowls full of incense and those bowls of incense they represent the prayers of the of the saints and the harps represented the worship so as intercessors and and we do not forget the worship that we worship christ first that we worship the lord and the king of kings and the lord of lords we worship him and adore him and honor him and then in revelations 8 4 it talks about the incense, which is, again, the prayer of the saints. So there is much to be said that even in the heavenly places, that there are bowls full of our incense, bowls full of our prayers, and they're just being filled up, and they're being tipped over. There's a tipping point and a point of time for those prayers to come back as answers to the, into the world, into this realm. So thank you, Jesus, for that. Um, Hebrews 4.16, we could come boldly into the throne room of God, which is the throne of grace. So this is our, that's the air we breathe, so to speak. It's, it's nothing strange. And, and Revelations 4 and 5, if you really want to go into those two chapters, you know, we are called to the beauty realm of God. And, um, you know, he calls us up higher. He calls up to come through the open door. And the open door is made possible through Jesus Christ and his blood. And he is the door, like it says in John 10. You know, we knowing we have an audience of one. So we stand before the Heavenly Father. And it's the prayers of the saints are like a sweet-smelling incense or fragrant offering unto God. So when we do this in intercession, we stand before the Lord and you, it's like a sweet-smelling incense unto him. It's a sacrifice to take out that time of intercession and it is so amazing. And I just pray that you will see that right now, that there's going to be there's such an, a revelation about that in your life right now, that you literally see yourself standing before the throne of God and that you can do, that you can really seek his faith, and that you can do your bidding in prayer and intercession. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How amazing. That is amazing. It is such an agreement with a vision. Such agree- agreement. And there comes joy in my house of prayer. You know, it's not this humdrum, we got to pray, da, 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 da. <laughs> Actually, it's a joy, you know, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And, and it is, you know, if you go in Galatians 5 again, uh, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. And I'm just talking about those first three. And there's the love of God, there's the joy, and there is peace. So you could just be at peace. And you only have to do what you see the Father do. So when he gives you an assignment, all you have to do is just to release that. You know, don't sit, okay, I've got to pray now for five hours or whatever. No, just get into the presence of God and have the time set apart for him. Yield to him and just really soak. You know, there's that those soaking prayers also where we just soak in his presence and we get so saturated. <laughs> just talking about it <laughs> gives me a saturation here <laughs> in his joy and his, his, yes, joy unspeakable and full of glory. That's what we're in, joy unspeakable and full of his glory. So when you release these things, you you know that you have done the will of the Father. Amen.
I just want to point out to the Moravians. I'm not sure how many of you know about the Moravians, uh, but there were brethren, people of God, they came together in uh, Germany. That was a long time ago, um, but they had a community, and their their leader was Count Zinzendorf. That was his name. And he believed that the goals of all men should be the love of God and the brotherhood of man, that we love the Lord your God with all our hearts, first, mind, soul, and strength. And, you know, they had a, a community of believers, and they knew exactly those who were sent out to go into the nations. And they did come to America as well. There in Pennsylvania, they started Bethlehem, the city of Bethlehem. They had a hospital in Bethlehem. And because of how they loved people, and they knew God was calling them to something specific, um, that both of the soldiers from both sides, because that was during the war, the war here in, in America, and both soldiers from north and south could come and be taken care of if they were injured. They did not have to be afraid that they would be killed or captured, but they were safe. And, you know, there was that community. And those who went out and did those things, others were back home and they were praying and see, they consistently prayed for 100 hours nonstop. There was always somewhere in Germany, and they called it Hanhut, which is translated the watch of the Lord. They had such a conviction about prayer and intercession. They always had some people assigned to praying and interceding nonstop. There was no stopping for 100 years. And that's why we see the International House of Prayer in Kansas City. It's the same idea. It's the same conviction. You know, it's like Amos 9 11. It's the tabernacle of David. David had that revelation. They had singers and worshipers, and they were doing it nonstop. So a lot of times I like to do it in according, you know, the scripture, but also with intercession, with um, the word, I mean, intercession and worship together. And that's what IHOP is doing. So they've been, I'm thinking it's now 10 years, where they've been going nonstop, um, just prayer and worship nonstop in Kansas City. And it's going all over the earth. And when I was in Hanhut a couple of years ago, the Watch of the Lord in Germany, they're still, you know, they're still um, having a lot, the calling of intercession, worship, but then also sending out. And that's part of it. So we have in a, in that worship and intercession. We also know that people need to be sent out into all of the nations. So that was their conviction that it, they needed to be very strategic. And I remember that the Moravians even sent people into the West Indies back then, like St. Thomas and the Caribbean. And those nations, I mean, those islands, they had a lot of slaves. And the slaves just wouldn't come to Christ because they didn't trust the white man. And uh, so those, some of those uh, missionaries the Moravian missionaries even sold themselves into slavery by all means to reach the black people at that time, the slaves. And it took them a while, but finally through a young boy, slave boy, it opened up, you know, um, they became Christians. So they finally started to trust them. So it's just amazing what they gave and what they gave up and they were so passionate and we do need that passion passion that we have for Christ Jesus. So praise God. Um, I'm going to go into intercession now and um, I know there's a, quite a few people that are on chat, and uh, let's see, some of you are on chat, and some of you are on calling in. Um, and what I want to do is, I want to first start with a scripture in Philippians 4, 6 through 7, and I hope you have your Bible, or at least write down the scripture. 
And that's really thanks to God for working in the nations. And let me just read that scripture. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So, Father, we just pray that right now, Father, that in prayer and supplication, Father, that we do not have to be anxious. If there's any fear amongst us, Father, right now, I thank you that your perfect love is driving out all fear and that we are not anxious, but we come to you with prayer and supplication. But then we also thanking you for the outcome of those prayers. We thank you as we pray for the nations and the people in the nations, the people around the Mediterranean Sea, Father, that we're really focusing on, for the people here in the United States, God, and in all of the nations, in every continent, Father. We thank you that you're working mightily in every people's hearts, God, that the fire of God is released over the nations, God. Father, that there is such an awakening in every people's heart, God. Lord, that you see them, that you see, that they see you in dreams and visions, God. Father, that you're sending your people, that you we thank you, Father, that they will speak the word of the Lord, And, Father, that there's transformation in the nations, transformations in the nations in this hour. We can see it. We can uh, can feel it. We can say yes and amen. And we thank you for the peace, God. We've been praying for Israel. We've been praying for Jerusalem. We've been praying for the peace of God in Jerusalem. And that's the shalom. And that is the Prince of Peace. That the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard their hearts in Christ and Jesus Christ, Father. Their hearts will be guarded by the peace of God, Father, that they will come to Christ. And, Lord, we pray right now that there are so many Jewish people right here, right here in America, Father. Lord, there are six million Jews in North America, and many of them, and most of them are in the United States, and many are here in Florida and other states. And, God, I thank you that you're whistling to them, like in Isaiah 940, you're whistling to them that they hear you whistling to them and that that you're beckoning them to come and to return home return to Jesus return to the Father and we just pray that right now for the Jews in this nation God that they will return to you that they will see the Prince of Peace that they will see their Messiah that it is Jesus Christ and that the Messiah has already come, and that they come to the Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, that you have called us out, that you're calling them out of darkness into your marvelous light, that it is time for the Jews to come home. And when I say to come home, I mean to come to Jesus to come to Jesus, to realize that he is their Messiah. Thank you for open eyes and ears for them to hear and see the truth and the revelation who Jesus Christ truly is. Thank you for the six million Jews in North America, every single one of them, every little baby God every little Jewish baby to hear the voice of the Father. Oh, hallelujah. Every adult, every child, every older person to hear the Messiah, Jesus Christ, calling them, calling them for times such as this, and that they will turn their hearts to him, that their hearts be turned to him. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I have the next one is pray for unity, and that's out of John 17, 23, and Matthew 12, 25. Hallelujah. Let me read those two scriptures. I in them, and you in me, 
that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Matthew twelve twenty five. But Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. So if one of you could um, pray for unity, and I'm going to ask um, Iris, I'm going to unmute you, if you could pray for that or, or anything else that you have on your heart, okay? Yes, I just, uh, I, uh, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Okay, so I just, I just, here for the unity, that how beauty of the unity of the brethren, and this is Psalm 133, the Lord was putting on my heart before we started, so I just want to pray, behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And it's no matter where we are on the call or which part of America or other nations, they are on this call now. I just call forth that we dwell together in unity. And it is like a running down on the bird, beard and the beard of Aaron running down on the edge of his garments. And I just want to focus on this, that the oil of the Holy Spirit is running down from our top to our toes. are in this oil running down on the edge of our garments. And it is like the dew of Hermon and descending upon Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing forevermore. And I thank you, Lord, that you are commanded the blessing. And if we are in unity, there is the blessing of the Lord upon us. And in unity, we will get the exploit. We will get, and as you are, as we are praying, bring in the harvest. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that this unity, this unity that we can big export. Lord, you were saying that one can get 10,000, but two get 10,000. And Lord, this is a multiplication. I don't know how many we are on the call, but I thank you, Lord, that this is a multiplication to get the harvest in. That the harvest. Thank you, Lord, for the unity. Thank you, Lord, for the in unity. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. That was just right on with Psalm 133. Glory be to God that you already knew about it. Father, I just thank you that we are already lining up in unity through your spirit to hear and say what the spirit wants to come forth, that that unity amongst the brethren, that we pray for the unity amongst the churches, God, those that, those that are the called out ones, Father. I pray right now for those saints that are called out by God, that are led by the spirit, the mature ones, Father, that there is a unity for them to come together and to walk. Father, I was just reminded of Joel you know, the army in Joel, Joel 2, uh, I think it's Joel 2, that the army that is not breaking ranks, they know exactly how to be step by step and that they stay in their calling and they stay in what they're called to do for, this, for times such as this and they're not breaking ranks because there's such unity and such clarity that they're marching and marching according to your drumbeat, Father. I thank you for the sound of heaven that is being released, God. Another sound right now that we hear the sound, that we hear the clarion call for intercession, Father, wherever we are, Father, and that we walk according to those drumbeats from heaven. Hallelujah. That a new thing is released. Hallelujah. That the Lord is saying, I am doing a new thing. 
Can you not see it? Can you not perceiving it? It is already springing forth. And don't even consider the things of old, that we walk in unity and that we walk in the new thing that you're releasing in this hour. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And the next one um, I was highlighting earlier was the spiritual awakening for the lost and the outpouring of revival. And there's two scriptures, and it's in 2 Peter 3, 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And that's really the spiritual awakening for the lost, um, and then the outpouring of revival in Psalm 85, 6. Will you not revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you? And I would just like to um, ask the North Florida, I don't know if that's Laverne, whoever that is, I'm going to unmute you if you like. I mean, you don't have to just pray that, just pray whatever is on your heart. Okay, this is Michelin. Oh, Michelin. <laughs> Hallelujah. Michelin. Praise God. <laughs> okay. Well, yes. we just want to thank you and we praise you, Lord, for the mighty words that you are doing at this hour, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that you do valiantly to your people, through your people, Father God. And we thank you, Lord. Um, we thank you and we praise you, Lord, for this great awakening that is taking place at this hour, Father God, that all nations may come to you, Lord. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. We pray, Lord, that they will see your glory, Father God, for every nation, O Lord God, to hear the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, especially along the coastline of the Mediterranean Sea, Lord. We pray, O oh Lord God, that you remove the blindfold from them, O oh Lord God, and that you remove the false gods of this world, Lord, that are taking down their minds. We pray, Lord, for the mind of the unbelievers, O oh Lord God, to receive the seed of faith, O oh Lord God, that they may believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved by your amazing grace, Father. We thank you. We praise you, O oh Lord God that you do mighty works and mighty things at this hour, Father God, that there is none like you, Father. There is none like you in this world, Lord God, that you love us so much that you give your only begotten sons, and all that we have to do is to receive in love. And so we say to the hearts of men and women, Lord, around the coast, Lord, and, and, and in this nation, Father God, hear the word of the Lord. Hear the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you may receive life and life more abundantly. And we thank you. We praise you, Lord, and we give you glory and honor, Lord, for all those that are coming forth into the kingdom of God, that they may see your great light and your glory. Reveal your glory, Father, so we cannot save ourselves, O Lord God. All we can do is hear and receive from you, Father. So we thank you and we praise you, Lord, for changing lives, transforming minds, O oh Lord God, that they may accept the good news. And we declare that this is the acceptable year of the Lord. This is the favorable year of the Lord for the people to come forward into the kingdom. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We agree. We agree. We agree. Thank you, Father, for this prayer. Thank you that it is yes and amen in Christ Jesus, Lord. I thank you that there is a spiritual awakening for the lost. Thank you, Lord, that you pour out your spirit upon all flesh. Hallelujah. Let there be prophesying, prophesying. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Dreams are being dreamed and prophecies are being released in this hour. Thank you, God, that it's even coming through us, Father. 
Yes, God, pour out your spirit upon all flesh, God. Lord, everything that has 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 breath, let them praise the Lord. We just declare, oh, everyone who has a breath, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, that we are praising you. Hallelujah. That we're lifting you on high, God. And I thank you, Father, that even the rocks will cry out unless we praise you. And we will praise out, praise the rocks. Hallelujah. And, Lord, I thank you that heaven is resounding. Heaven is resounding. That these prayers and intercession are like a aroma, an incense in your nostrils, Lord. And I thank you, Father, that you have pinpointed us, that you have picked us, God. And I thank you, Father God, that you keep dipping us. You keep dipping us into the river of life. Ho! Shakarababasata. Life, 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 life. And life more abundantly. You are dipping us. You are dipping us into the river of life that comes out of the throne room of God and that river that river out of our bellies shall flow rivers of living waters so every intercession every word every decree is coming out like the flood and like we said last week when the enemy comes in like a flood the Holy Spirit raises up a standard against him and so I thank you that even we come in that flood in the Holy Ghost flood with the river of God overwhelming the things and the strategies of the enemy, that we have the strategies of God, and we will pray the strategies of God, and we will line up and march with the drumbeat of heaven. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Woo, glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. And the next one is for praying for all people and all leaders that's in it's 1 Timothy 2 1 to 3 therefore I exhort first of all that supplications prayers intercessions and giving of thanks be made for all men for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. I love that scripture. And then Ephesians 4.11, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. So they need to be prayed for as well, the fivefold ministry. Um, I would love to unmute um, Nancy in Texas. The reason why I have to mute and unmute is it's just too much background noise if we don't, and it's going to stop the recording to be more solid because others want to hear it. And actually... I've been hearing last week's all week, and every time I listen to our intercession, I get fired up, and it's almost like here goes again. So anyway, I would like to unmute text Nancy in Texas if you would want to pray. It's up to you. Nancy, you there? Yes. Um, I'll just say a short prayer for today. Um, Heavenly Father, mm-hmm. we just come to you, and we ask for the releasing of the spirit of truth, your Holy Spirit upon this earth right now so that people will snap out of it. So many people are in an illusion and a delusion and they don't know the love of Christ, the true spirit of our Lord and Savior. And I just pray that there be showers of blessings upon everyone and we're strengthened and um, just bask in your glory, God. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. Thank you, Nancy. Hallelujah. Father, we just agree with that. Amen. That the truth will be revealed. Amen. Thank you, Father. I just thank you for that. That the truth, it is the truth 
We will know the truth, and the truth will make us free and set us free. And, Father, I just thank you that we do come before you, and we pray for all authority in different nations, the the leaders of the nations, God. And I think about Psalm 2, that the nations, the leaders of the nations are coming together and they're plotting a thing against God and his anointed one, Jesus. But God holds them in derision, and he who sits in the heavens, he laughs. So, Father, I just thank you that you know exactly what's going on, that this is not a surprise, but that you know how to deal with these situations. And, Father, you said in Psalm 2 that you you hold them in derision, that you're the one who can move upon them, Father. You know, it also says that you hold the heart of the leaders in the palm of your hand and you you could shift it and shift it as the water course so you could shift the heart of those leaders father suddenly in a second father you could move upon them i've seen it in different leaders that were so against god but then you would move upon them and all of a sudden they would be in under your leading and i thank you father some of them don't even know that you're leading them that you're causing things to shift and change father so lord i thank you that we could pray for that right now for those leaders of the nations god that they will see your glory that they will fall into your alignment, God, and that they will receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, Father. Everyone that is in authority and every level, Father, in the cities and the regions and, and, you know, nations, but also continents, Father, that on every level, uh, even over school systems, God, those authority, we pray for them, that they will hear the Father's heart for those children, Lord. And we already give you thanks for the outcome. Father, we thank you that you accept that this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior. And Father, I pray for the fivefold ministry. I pray for the apostles and the prophets, the evangelists and the pastors and the teachers. Lord, you were the one, when you went up into heaven, you gave gifts to the body, that those fivefold ministers, they are actually a gift to the body of Christ. And Father, I thank you that they will deal righteously, Father, that they will not take advantage of the body of Christ, but Father, that they will have the heart of God and that they will train and equip and release the saints to do the work of the ministry. Father, that there's a greater release, that those um, fivefold ministers will have no more fear and that they will not want to build their own little kingdoms. But Father, that they will start to see the, the kingdom of God, that they have a desire for the kingdom of God to be released, for the kingdom of God to increase God, and that it's going to take the body of Christ, that they will be equipped and trained and activated and to release for them to be released to do the work of the ministry father that none of the body of Christ will be tossed to and fro anymore not knowing which direction to go and hearing this over there and running over here and running over there but know that they will be rooted and grounded in the love of Christ Jesus rooted and grounded in Christ Jesus and that they will grow and mature and and bring be fitly joined father that you fitly join us in this hour that we all can mature into the one jesus christ as we have loved one for one another hallelujah thank you jesus um glory be to god i know there's some people in the chat so i'm just going to pray for laborers right now in Matthew 9:37-38 Then he said to his disciples, "The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest." Whoa. You know, don't even say, "Oh yes." Don't even say that the harvest will be in 4 months, but let, you know, the harvest is ripe right now. It's white. It's ripe. For harvest 
It's harvest time. And so, Father, I just thank you right now, no matter how you train those harvesters and how, you know, some of us are just going to go and have lunch and there will be an opportunity that you present to us. Some of them will be people who go into the nations and strategically go to evangelize. Father, whatever it is, whatever you call us individually for the harvest, Father, maybe some of us would be more of those intercessors and and we rally others to intercede, Father, whatever it might be, Father, that we will hear and that we pray right now that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And we just ask you as the Lord of the harvest, we ask you because you know all about the harvest, that you will send out laborers into this harvest, that you are the ones, you know the ones that are uh, appointed to be those laborers and I just thank you Father that you call them you equip them and you anoint them for times such as this to go forth into the harvest and Father I pray for those who bring in the harvest Lord that the Bible even says that the you know, there's the, the reapers and there's the sowers, that, that the reapers will literally overtake the sowers, that we're in this kind of acceleration. Whoa, there's such an acceleration for those who be, are the sowers and the reapers, that the reapers will overtake the sowers. There's such an influx of people coming in. Father, we call in the billion, billion youth all over the earth to come in. And Father, I just thank you for those who will take them in and disciple them, Father. Not just the harvesters, but I also pray for the, this, the, those who will disciple them. Hallelujah. And train them and equip them, Father. I just thank you, Father. I thank you for the hearts of those who are on this call and in the chat, Father. And I thank you for their faithfulness, Lord. And Father, I pray blessings over them, Lord, that they will be blessed this week and that your word will just continuously resound in them, Father. It's like an echo in them, Father, that you just have it like an echo in them and that they hear the whistling God is whistling to the nations to call them in. I just want to bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.